Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back on the Rob Dibble Show with Ben Darnell on your afternoon drive. Thanks for joining us. We are live from Mohegan Sun. It is home of Bellator 264. And one of the Bantamweights is sitting in with us. Uh, Rafian Stotts. He is from Houston, Texas, but he fights out of Milwaukee now. And yes, how sir. you doing, Rafi? I'm doing great, man. Feeling a lot better. Uh, weighed in, so you know, life is good. Usually, like <laughs> right here, I take like a break, you know. And um, you know, the first battle is won. Now we get ready for the fun stuff. Explain that so people don't understand. You you yeah. got to starve yourself up to the weight. Yeah, in. so I start like when I got here. Uh, the weight was like uh, 154. I got to be down to 137. So I got like 17 pounds or so to um cut and then um so i'm eating in or what do you call it like uh overloading on water so i can like um pretty much piss a bunch you know um so i'm water loading and then i'm like managing my diet and and working out and then like toward the end of the week i'll like cut the water off like my body is like used to getting a lot of water and then so it'll expel a lot of water um so i like kind of you got to kind of trick your body because if you don't trick it it'll just rem- maintain or hold on to what you know uh you don't it'll it'll just hold on so um yeah uh toward the end of the week i'll uh, cut the water out and then i'm eating smaller meals and then you know i'm a little more depleted um you know that's just not the fun stuff you know what i mean you've been doing uh, it your whole life though right yeah i've been doing it so in wrestling though i didn't um cut weight because of that i didn't like the feeling of uh like cutting weight and depleting myself and then having to go out and wrestle and and we don't get in wrestling. We don't get any time in between. You know what I mean. So I didn't cut as much weight. So now that we get some time, you know, um, we get 24 hours to rejuvenate, replenish our uh, the, every all the nutrients and stuff. So what that do we you have. do? What's the, what do you? How do you use that 24? So I use the the first um, thing. I there's a um, uh, there's people that like have it like dialed in. So um, they'll replenish kind of my sodium and my electrolytes uh, first with like water. So I gotta. Water is the last thing to go, so water is, like, the first thing you, like, try to put onto your body. And then after the water, um, you get some, like, sodium and um, and then, like, things that help you absorb carbs because carbs were, were like, the next thing to go. And, um, yeah, so then you start eating, like, as, as many carbs as you can to, like, get your body back to use carbs, uh, holding on to the water and then holding on to the nutrients you get some glutamine, some uh, electrolytes, and, like, all that type of stuff that you've been kind of depleting uh, yourself with uh, over the, the last two weeks. So it's a whole it's a whole process. Oh, Whereas yeah. before, um, probably long ago, before my time, like, nobody was, like, familiar with this process. So a lot of people would just, like, stop eating, you know, uh, right. or stop drinking because – the less you eat, the, the less right. weight you're right. putting on or whatever. But it's kind of like the opposite, you know what I mean, uh, science and how <laughs> it works. Like your body is like trying to hold on to homeostasis. So, um, Dude, you like, are a nutritionist yeah, now, man. Yeah, like you exactly. know your stuff. You got like, to be too. Right. Yeah, um, because you want to do it the right way because the most important part is that you can perform. 
Like, if you can make the weight, that's cool. But if you can't make the weight and then perform, like, what are you making the weight What's for? What's the point? What's right. the point? Yeah, exactly. So. Did, did you know any of this stuff in college? Because I know you I know, wrestled in college. So did exactly, you do the spitting knew, in a bucket and all that crazy I, stuff? And that's why I didn't cut because I didn't like the way I feel. I didn't. I just didn't like um, cut. I cut one time uh, for, like, a national duel tournament and that was to just like fill a spot for somebody but other than that and i feel like that attributed to my success i was a two-time national champion in wrestling and i feel like because i didn't cut weight i wrestled at uh 149 and then 157 you know closer to what my natural uh body weight is we talked to a lot of guys that have been a little bit like you but not as accomplished in wrestling but have made the transition over to mma and there's always like a guy or a gym or a moment yeah. that brings you in that shows you how to throw hands and kick and yeah. what was it for you how you got started in mma um, so i got started if y'all know gents pover um that's who started he was like the first ufc champion um he's a pioneer of the sport uh he trained under pat militich um so i got introduced through him um kind of in a roundabout way he came to the the town i was doing mma or i was doing wrestling in and they needed somebody to help out with wrestling um so i went to the gym and helped out helped the mma uh with just like basic wrestling fundamental wrestling and then he eventually got me to kind of do some um boxing classes do some uh, jujitsu classes, and then he was like, "Man, you might as well fight, you know? <laughs> like you might as well, you know what I mean?" Uh, and uh, it looked interesting. I mean, it, it's it seemed fun from the outside looking in. So that's kind of what got me uh, hooked, you know. How big is the fight for you tomorrow? Oh, this is the biggest fight of my life. Uh, this fight has like a lot of title implications, and that title uh, brings about a lot of change for my family. So uh, yeah, this is a big fight of my life. And then if I beat this guy, then I have a claim to being, like, the best in the world, uh, cross-promotional. Um, you know, this is, like, the best Bantamweight uh, fight in the world. So that's how, how I'm looking at it. Number four, Bantamweight. How, t- tell us who you roll with, who's, who's all on your team right now. Um, so uh, at, back at home, I got Sergio Pettis, who's the current Bantamweight um, champion. Um, I got Emmanuel Sanchez, who was his top ten. Uh, he was ranked number uh, two. He fought Pitbull a couple times. Um, I also got a bunch of up-and-comer guys, um, Christian Rodriguez, uh, Chris Wright. Um, and then my, my cast of coaches is uh, Duke Rufus. Um, or I got Anthony Pettis. I forgot about him. Um, yeah, I got uh, a cast of coaches, Duke Rufus, Scott Cushman, and uh, Gerald Mearshart, who's actually uh, the leader, the the highest submission, uh, or he's got the most submissions in the middleweight division in um, the UFC. So um, that's kind of the cast of people back home. How difficult is it to have a, a fight canceled? You've been training oh, yeah. so hard, and you just explained mm-hmm. the weight process, the eating, and yeah. all of that stuff. How difficult was that? You know, yeah, you're disappointed you're not fighting, but your body's probably like, damn, damn we yeah. got to do this all over again. Exactly. So when they called <laughs> me about that, um, I was, like, already – they called me actually before uh, – like, I had – so this was the first time, too, that I had to do away from my family. So I was like doing a, a four week camp because we had just we recently just moved to Texas. So I was doing a camp in uh, Milwaukee where I'm normally training. And then as soon as I drove, I drove from uh, I, we were stationed in Nebraska till we got our house in Texas. I drove to Milwaukee. And as soon as I got there, my manager called me like, hey, man, they want to move to fight back two weeks. I'm like, bro, I just got here, you know, <laughs> and it's like I'm not going to spend more time away from my family. So I'm going to have to drive back to Nebraska for two weeks to then go again and start the camp. So it's just more annoying uh, than anything. And then I also 
like fighting is a hard thing to like plan your personal life around because you never know when you're gonna fight you never know like uh you know when when stuff is available and they just kind of throw like you give out dates you be open to doing and they just kind of give you dates or whatever so I had my brother's wedding that was planned after the fight in July. I had us moving down to Texas um, and establishing our house and stuff for my wife. She's a teacher, so she had to be there around that awesome. time. And now all that stuff is still happening, but now it's happening, like, inside my camp. So I had to, like, drive from Milwaukee to Nebraska to uh, Texas and then fly back to Milwaukee. Just a bunch of, you know, stuff that I wouldn't have done, you know, um, had I known the fight uh a little earlier, you know what I mean? How much will a win give you more flexibility call your own shots? And, and kind oh, of yeah, definitely. And that's the other thing. The more you win, I feel like the more the more higher profile you become, the more uh, – I feel like the more say-so I have, you of course. know what I mean? Of because course. I'm – uh, I'm then at the higher I get, like I'm the I'm the guy that you need pretty much to uh, to make a fight happen. Um, so yeah, that'll give me a little flexibility too. Are you trying to go down? Or are you trying to stay up? Um, for what the fight? As, go down? What? <laughs> are you trying to take him down and wrestle? Are you oh no! I mean, I'm I'm standing up because I know my striking is a lot better than his. Yeah. Um, my wrestling is probably what and what. Um, really? I would even give him uh because he's from Dagestan. They have the Sambo wrestlers have like a more MMA, like a MMA focus, pretty much grappling. Whereas American wrestling is like purely wrestling. There's no um, striking. There's no striking. There's no throws. There's no like position, uh, position to kind of keep you in a dominant position for MMA. So I'll give him the edge. I feel like I'm better than him there, but I'll just give him the edge. Um, and so I also want to make him as uncomfortable as I can make him. I know I can make him uncomfortable on my feet, so I'll keep the fight on my feet. And that's the other thing, too. The fight will – I'm really good at dictating where the fight will go. So if, if I feel like wrestling, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm on top. I'll make sure I'm winning those positions. If the fight is uh, on the feet, I'll make – or if I want to fight the fight on the feet, I'll make sure those um, – those exchanges happen so he can't get me to the ground i gotta strike in a certain way to keep him from getting me to the ground spending some time with rafian stotts uh he fights tomorrow night uh in bellator 264 here at the mohegan sun um talk about some of your fights did you fight when there were no fans yeah how difficult I, was that so check this my first fight was in uh for bellator was in hawaii right yeah so i was like i brought my family down you know it was like I was used to sleeping on cotton. Everything was silk. Like, everything was super nice. You know what I mean? Um, and then, like, right after that fight, that was in December 2020 uh, or 2019. And then the next, you know, uh, my next fight, I think, was, like, maybe May or or it was something in 2020 during the uh, – June 24th. Huh? Was it June was it 24th? June 24th, like, right in the COVID stuff. So I was, like uh, – then I was, like, pretty much here in Connecticut. So I've been in here in Connecticut, I want to say, like, three times. This will be my fourth time. Okay. Yeah, so this will be my fourth time in Connecticut, and it's definitely a different vibe. You know what I mean? I mean, from going from, like, Hawaii, I'm, like, on the beach. I'm, like, in a new place. Like, everything is, like, super cool to, like, yeah, you got to stay in your room for uh, 20, <laughs> at least 24 <laughs> hours. Uh, don't go anything. Go to, go to any restaurants. Don't do any, like, save your health do not catch COVID pretty much while you're here um so yeah that's that's been a different um kind of mindset but prior to that I feel like um that uh like time off I was able to like dial in kind of mentally 
just because we didn't have really gyms open. So I had to like do a lot of stuff on my own and like grow in other areas. I couldn't work out uh, as hard as I wanted to with other people. So I had to like um, develop my mental game, kind of uh, read some books and, and do some other stuff, you know, to be a better mixed martial artist. What about when you're in there and there's no one there? If yeah. You fought like places that even if it wasn't a pandemic, like only 12 people showed up. And, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it was like it's like eerie. You know, I think Bellator get a great job of like giving it kind of a vibe yeah. of, um, you know, uh, like a arena, you know, um, so that helped out a little bit. Um, I also like I'm pretty focused on you know, the task at hand. So I don't like notice. Even when I fought in Hawaii, I fought against a Hawaiian. And um, like afterwards, my wife was like, hey, you, you remember them booing you? And I was like, oh yeah, I thought they was like clapping for me. I didn't know. <laughs> so I don't notice too much that goes on outside anyways, but um, it's definitely different. It's like an eerier uh, feeling. You hear, you hear everything, you like hear your footsteps, you know, you're like you're in there and it's like you got mufflers on, like nothing else. You, you can only focus on the guy in front of you. Are there people with your protocol watching you all the time? Oh, Make sure yeah, you for stay sure. out of trouble? Know, uh, especially the commission here. The commission in Connecticut does not play. The commissioner or the president of the commission, he don't play at all. <laughs> so, like, uh, I was I was sure to tell my corners, like, hey, man, he'll, he'll find us pretty much for anything. Like, if we go to a restaurant or we're not wearing our masks, he was, like, on it, which it helped because they had, like, I want to say 99% yeah. uh, success or, or they yeah. didn't really – I think it was .004 or something of the tested athletes that got, um, you know, COVID. So they did a really good job, you know, but they were really strict. Um, they didn't – and they said they would have people pretty much, like, camped out right. or, you know, <laughs> undercover and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm – I follow. I'm a real follower usually when I'm here because you know I just want to get paid and go. There you you go. know, so uh, yeah. But yeah, we were definitely uh, watched. It's awesome. As a fan of wrestling, did you watch any Olympics? Yeah, hell yeah, man. I felt a sense of pride. You know, we got like nine yeah. uh, medalists. You know what I mean? Um, Gable Stevenson, to, uh, Taylor, uh, David Taylor, uh, a bunch of gold medalists. Uh, Tamara. You know, so the women um, were amazing. Man, women were killing amazing. it. Sarah Hildebrandt, um, yeah, people killing it. So, I mean, that definitely gives me a sense of pride too. And coming into this matchup, I mean, I'm an American wrestler. Right. This guy's uh, from Russia. Yeah. You know, um, so it gives me a sense of pride of like, hey, I wrestling is some of the best in the world. You know, uh, once once we establish what we want to do, it's kind of hard to stop us. So, that was. That's Dude, great. God bless you, man, and, and good luck to you, and win tomorrow night, all right? Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Rafi and Stotts, he is joining us on the Rob Dibble Show with Ben Darnell on your afternoon drive. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.